welcome to the SAL podcast. Great to have you on. Um, Thank you. For those of you that don't know, Martin is um, well known within the uh, SAL, uh, sits on the uh, League Management Committee in a number of roles, um, such as assistant or vice chair, should I say, um, assistant treasurer, um, sponsorship officer, officer. Um, and, and one of your other roles, Martin, is uh, chairman of the Cup Committee. Uh, talk to us about your role within the Cup Committee and, and its scope. Okay, so um, Cup Committee is probably one of the smallest committees that we that we run. Um, I'd like to think that's because the people that are on there are very good, very active, and we don't need a, a massive bunch of people on there. I'm the chairman. Um, this is my fifth season that I've taken over the chairmanship of the, the Cup Committee from Mike Redhouse, who through illness and the advance of technology was struggling with the, the role. Um, and as mentioned, I'm supported by four other committee members. First one to mention is Bob Leeds, which and all, all of these names are names that are going to be well known to people that are familiar with the SAL. First one is Bob Leeds. Uh, Bob deals with the 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 trophies and the medals for for the cup finals. So first thing he needs to do each season before the cup finals is collect the, the trophies back from the previous year's winners, get them engraved, order the new medals for for the winners and the runners up and for the officials, and no mean feat to deliver them to the SAL reps for the presentation on the day of the cup finals. Second person involved is the finance man, it's Jonathan Lease. Jonathan deals with the, the payments to, to the, the host clubs for the work that they do on the day for supplying the aftermatch hospitality. Mm-hmm. Uh, pays the officials now that we've, we've moved away from cash, certainly for this season, and it seems to be working well. That's something that we'd like to think that we can do in the future. And also gives a, a a little pot of money to the SAL representatives who are there on the day to present the trophies and to provide a bit of off-the-match hospitality to the officials and to the winners and runners-up when they're around. Third man on the committee, Steve Martin-Lawrence, is the SAL and, without any shadow of a doubt, an FA guru for all matters on whole game system and full-time. Any issues... Any issues, um, unreg- Steve? Yeah, unregistered players or or anything we need to know about the two systems. Steve is the go-to guy for us, for possibly for the AFA, and also he's he's a, a main point of contact for the FA. So a great guy to have on board. Um, last but by no means least, and probably the guy who does the most work on the committee is Eric Owen, um, who, to sum it up in a, a few words, attends to all of the fixtures. For the cup for the cups through the rounds, um, massive massive job that he does for the, for the league for the the league fixtures, but also for for fitting in our cup fixtures in and around the AFA, the SAL, the Essex and Middlesex AFA, the Surrey Kent AFA, whatever other cups any of our clubs enter into. Eric's is a mean he's amenable to, to working out with these guys. So all of their fixtures are sorted out without impinging on any any time on these guys. They can play when when they want. Um, the role, main role of the committee is to provide Challenge Cup competitions 
for all of the sides who, who enter. It's, it's an invitation cup, all of the seven Challenge Cups that we have. Um, the invitation goes out to all, all clubs and all teams within those clubs. Unbelievably, not all clubs and not all teams enter into our, our cups each season. Yeah. They seem to prefer going into um, subsidiary cups, maybe other county cups. Um, to, not, to be in a league and not support your cups, I, I find a little bit bizarre. But th- this is the, the want of the guys. We, we keep on at these people every year to try and en- get them entering into our cups. Um, we're making inroads and hopefully in time, it will be fully supported by all of our, our clubs and our teams within those clubs. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, if we can do that, I mean, you want support from everyone within the league. Absolutely. Um, within the, the last five years I've been involved in, in running the Cups, we've followed the same, same sort of methodology every year for sorting out the Cups. We wait until the league constitution is confirmed by Eric in late, late August, maybe sometimes in late September. Um, and the, the Cups tend to follow, because we haven't had too many changes in the structure of the Constitution, we tend to follow the same sort of regime every year in which the the, the teams are filtered through. So the Senior Cup is made up of, of the teams that are competing in Senior Divisions 1, 2 and 3. Mm-hmm. Um, whether people know this or not, it's not something that we publicise, but if you look at it year on year, you can work it out. The first two rounds are seeded in the Senior Cup, where we, we play. The first round is primarily Senior 3 teams. The next round, the Senior 2 teams come in, and then the third round, the Senior 1 teams come in. We feel this is the best way that we can give people time and competition games. Um, if we were to to just do a straight draw of senior ones, twos and threes. Not only would it be a mismatch, it's not fair on the guys that effectively have paid entrance fees to get into the Cups and to be walloped 10-0 in the first game and, and take an exit. So it it gives the, I don't know, without being demeaning, the, the, the lower sides, it gives them an opportunity of getting through maybe one or two rounds yeah, before they come up against the big boys. Yeah. Um, we, we, we see it in the FA Cup. These, these guys have a big day out when they get through to meet the bigger sides uh, and sometimes come out as victors against the big so-called bigger teams. Hmm. So um, that's, that's the Senior Cup. The Intermediate Cup follows the same sort of process. It's drawn from the, the teams that are in the Intermediate 1, 2 and 3. And again, we start off with the Intermediate 3 as the, the first round, intermediate two coming in, and then intermediate one as the rounds progress. Um, the next cup is the junior cup, which is intermediate four, junior one, north and south. Um, and at this this level, we decided that the differences between intermediate and junior one wasn't massive. And also going down through the remainder of the junior twos, north and south, three, four and five, the, the difference between the teams is is not very big, so there's no seeding. There's, all of the clubs go straight into the the draw at this round. Um, the only the only cup that we haven't we normally do seven cups. This year we've only managed to do six because for this season we've had Junior Five North through a lack of teams has been disbanded. Um, 
hopefully we can resurrect that next year and then we can reintroduce the, the Junior Novice Cup. Um, for the Junior junior of uh, the junior cup and the minor senior novice and intermediates we've for the earlier rounds we decided this year because of the covid issue that we had that we wouldn't want all of the clubs having to travel across london yeah. so we've regionalized the, the first two rounds um of, of these cups uh just to keep people playing playing in local local games um one other thing that we also did this year for, for the when we were doing the draws, uh, having seen the issue at the back end of last year, trying to force all the cups through at the back end of the season and not knowing how the, the 2021 season was going to progress, we front-loaded all of the, the cup draws so that we, we played in September <laughs> in every of every six cup competitions. We played at least two rounds. Yeah. So if we did hit yeah, the issues right. that we did see, in October, November, and then again in December when we went into lockdown, we had made inroads into the Cups, um, which in hindsight proved to be a very, very wise choice that we couldn't complete the league, league season. And having made a big dent in the Cups, it enabled us to, to get through the, to the, the final stages of the Cups. We only had three or four rounds at the very most in all Cups that we needed to play in. So, yeah, for for the behalf of the committee that that was a, a very well chosen decision it, it was met with questions by a number of people um which has proven to be correct in addition to arranging the, the cup competitions other things that we look after for the cup committee which i'm pleased to have few and far between are any abandoned games any disputes um as a league we're we're pretty good on that we I sit on the, the LMC and we maybe have three or four of those throughout the course of a whole season, which considering we're doing, um, I don't know, 90 games a, a week. We're about 80, 80, odd, 80, 80 odd games a week. Yeah, for, for yeah. 25 weeks. That's the best part of 4,000 games. It's a lot of games. Um, <laughs> it's, to, to only have two or three instances where you sit down and have to deliberate, that's, that's a, a real... A real clap for for the SAL for, for the football, and I'm sure there's not many other leagues that can say that that's that's where their their discipline issues lie. Mm, um, okay, the, the, another thing that we've had to deal with this year when we when we restarted, we weren't sure what was happening on the restart when it was going to come about what the situation was going to be. We have lots of clubs that have different standards. Um, some own their own clubs. Some are rented from local councils. We weren't sure what was going to happen. Um, and in certainly in the case of a, uh, the bank teams that are still playing, they couldn't even get into their own grounds. And we had appeals that the games that had been fixed um, needed to be changed. So... As, as a cut committee, I think there were two or three of these that we had to sit on and make a decision on. Um, being a small committee, we could get together quickly within a day or so. Thankfully, through the advent of Zoom, we, we were there on that and we made our decision. Um, not always to the liking of, of some of the teams, but I think that's a part and parcel of life that um, committee decisions aren't always favoured by everybody. 
but at least at least we sat and we did it. Um, the last thing that we that we do as a cult committee, um, which is primarily on my shoulders, is in in a normal season in January or February, I will write to all of our member clubs, which is pretty close to forty. Mm-hmm. Um, tell them that we've got cup finals coming up in the months of March, April, May. Would any of them be willing to host the cup final? This is this is a bit of a long drawn out process every year, and I know where I'm going, having done it for five years now. That I write to to say forty clubs, I'll get seven or eight responses, one or two of which will be sorry, we'd like to help, but we can't because of this or that reason. 32 clubs don't even bother to reply and I get the same seven or eight every year who are saying, yes, of course, we'll help you. We can host cup finals. So just a a shout out in the five years that I've been doing the the cup committee, a shout out to those guys that have been big supporters. And these guys do save us a lot of money because if we don't host the games in an SAL club, we need to go outside and hire. And we're not going to get any less for 350, 400 pounds. And these guys are, are doing it for the benefit of the SAL. So, again, thank you to these clubs Actonians Association, Bank of England, Car Shorten, Civil Service, East Barnet Algramarians, HSBC, Norsemen, Old Finchlians, Old Parkonians, Old Wilsonians, Polytechnic, and last but by certainly no means least, Richmond and Kew. If any of you guys out there are listening and are from different clubs, please go back to your committee and ask why you don't host any of these cup finals. We need as many people coming forward as possible to host a cup final every season. Okay, so that that's my response for my role and the, the role of the cup committee in the SAL. Cool. Thank you for that. Um, so, um, in in general, obviously, you say we normally have seven cups yep. um, across the season, ranging from the seniors all the way down to the, the, the Nevets. Um, how just just looking at one cup alone, just say for instance a senior cup, how how challenging is it to to organise the cups, get the, the responses from the clubs? organise the seed-ins, the cup draws, the cup dates, and getting the games played throughout the year. Um, taking away COVID, because we know, obviously, the last couple of years has been yeah. a, a massive, massive headache for all of us. Um, but h- how generally challenging is it? Obviously, we know about the, the trophies that, that have to be delivered and stuff like that. But is there any other challenges that, that the league faces or the cup committee or even the clubs face that, that a lot of people might not be aware of? Um. For, for me now, having done this for five years, I would say, no, this is not a challenging job whatsoever. If, if it was the first year coming in or second year coming in, getting acquainted with the nuances of the, the job and what, what needs to be done, when it needs to be done, then yes, it, it is a, a fairly challenging job. But ordinarily, I would say that it's, it's a pretty painless job. Um, as a cup committee, we meet in August. We look at the, the league constitution. We see the, the 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 how many leagues we have. Again, as I said earlier, these in the last five years that I've been doing it, we've in junior four, five, six are the only changes that we we've seen. Yeah. So that means senior down to intermediate novice hasn't really changed. 
Um, so it makes it a lot easier than at the start of the year when you're in your building. Yeah, and this, it, we 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 meet in August as I say. We 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 look at the constitution. We sort out which leagues will feed into which cups. If teams move from the division because of one reason or another, and we see this happening through August through September, it's, it's that that part of it is not a big change. Um, Eric has has got a plan. He's been doing the fixtures for. I don't know, 10 years, best part of 10, 10 years. 10 years, I think he's been going that, yeah. Yeah, so so he's got his plan. And once we've done, we sit down on a on an evening and we do all of the draws for all of the seven cups or the six cups for the last season in yeah. one fell swoop. We give those over to Eric and just sit. And basically we sit back for, or I sit back for the months of September through to February oh, and I start preparing for the, the cup finals. It's, it's an easy job. Um the, the work is then left with Eric, who makes it look so easy. Um, yeah, from from a, an administrator's point of view on on the cups, big kudos to Eric. We can all sit there, and the, the the other three guys don't, or the other four guys on the committee don't have to do anything at all. So um, this year, as I said earlier on, we we had the the foresight to front load the cup draws into September. Managed to do two or three in most of the cups. Um, when we came back in March, we weren't sure we were coming back. We weren't sure if we were going to have enough enough weeks to fulfil all of the fixtures. We had to hunt around clubs that still had their pitches up in May that could host the finals. Um, but again, thank, thankfully, because we made that decision in in August that we were going to play the cup games earlier this year. In case there were any issues, it's, it's seen us through to fruition that we can see some cup finals. Otherwise, sadly, the the SAL wouldn't have had anything to present to any of the the participating clubs and teams through the course of a, a second season. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for that. Um, so obviously, we're, we're now sort of full throttle all the way through to um, the twenty second of May when when uh, Richmond and Q host. The, the senior set, the senior final, um, two uh, two clubs involved with Winchmore Hill and, and Old Car Fusions. Um, Winchmore Hill, long serving SAL club, um, currently senior one um, team, and they're, they're having a, a good couple of years. Um, and then we, we've also got Old Car Fusions, um, who are not actually a, an SAL club, they're obviously. From the Arthurian, uh, one of our non-member clubs that enter the Senior Cup. Um, what's your What's your thoughts on on the, on the final, the teams going into it, and do you want to do you want to give out any predictions for the day? <laughs> yeah, tough one to call. Um, I don't know. The, the riddle with cliches. It's a it's a one-off match. Anyone can win. Um, Carthusians for. I don't know, maybe five or six years. Six years now, been a top side. Um, a tough run through in the cup. Bank of England away, who were in, who are in senior two, were looking to be one of the the two or three teams vying for promotion back into senior one this year. They beat beat them. Next, they had Alain Old Boys at home. Yeah. Uh, last four years, three or four years, Alain's have been pushing for. The senior one title, they were dispatched. And then last week, um, 
old Carthusians, I believe, turned up with a weakened team to play at West Wickham, who have been the strongest team for the last couple of years by, I was going to say a country mile, maybe not a country mile, but by, by a long way. Mm. Um, and they dispatched them in, in extra time. And I just, it's hard to, to, to say Carthusians are going to be beaten. But from the other side, and here, here I turn out that all the pundit cliche, cliches, <laughs> Winchmore Hill would appear on paper to have had an easier run. Um, yeah. We're in this situation two or three years ago, in 2018, three years ago, when they played Polytechnic, who were sweeping everything before them. Uh, we're going to win the final, according to people on the sideline, by three or four clear goals that day. And I think um, they ran out 2-1 winners and probably with the keeper having a decent game. But just through sheer determination, Winchmore Hill deserved to win the cup on that day. So, sorry, Daryl, from me, no predictions. Um, and the old punditry line, I just hope that it's a good, a good game on the day and everyone can enjoy themselves. I'm sure it will be. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll, we will see some goals. Whether yeah. it's going to be a hatful or not, I'm I'm not certain about. But it, it'd be good to just see a, a good, entertaining final, and for want of a better phrase, may the best team win. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it, it, for, from my point of view, it is a hard one to call. I haven't. Uh, I've watched Car Fusions play now twice this year. Uh, refereed them once. Watched them. Watched them once. Um, Winchmore Hill. I haven't been able to watch for for probably. A couple of years, three years, maybe. Um, so I'm not really sure of, of what their team setup's like. But as you say, you know, Winchmore have won it before. Um, they, they've gone on and beat Actonians in the last round, um, who are the current holders. Um, Correct. You know, and they're they're solid, consistent in senior one. Um, and then you look at Carfusions. They beat Bank of England, who were in the final last year, and then they go on and beat Alliance and West Wickham, who are the top two. Top two you know, teams, in, top senior two teams in, in senior division one. So yeah, it's, on, on paper they're going to walk it. it. It could go any way. It really could, yeah. which which makes I'm it. Sure, such I'm sure an it can. I'm final. sure it can. I, I think it'll it depend. If, I'd like to see Winchmore get the first goal and make it a, a more open game. I think if Carthusian score first, it, it may um, be the end of the game for Winchmore. But who knows? Who knows? Who knows time will tell. If I if I knew that, I'd be down William Hill putting a tenner on it. Yeah, I think uh, I think the bookies would be asking questions if we did. <laughs> Martin, it's been great having you on, mate. Um, Thank you for asking me, Daryl. You're you're very welcome, uh, and hopefully we'll get you on another podcast in the in the near future, maybe next season. Yeah, no problems at all, mate. Speak to you soon. Cheers, mate.